I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831 that little chico pit boom mr 305 better said mr worldwide you already know what it is listen to my new podcast from negative to positive subscribe today now part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives change the things that are within their power i want to thank our good friends at kfc for helping me bring this to you feed your whole crew with kfc let's go i can get the kfc bucket of chicken and you know that's fire now Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese that mashed potato gravy those biscuits now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. ProWrestlingSheet.com Welcome everybody to a very special Collider Body Slam recap show. We are recapping All In that came out of Chicago this past weekend. Put on by the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes. Uh, Originally 10,000 people were there. No, it was over 11,000 people. A lot of people had a lot of opinions. My social media, uh, Twitter, was blowing up with people's opinions before I got to actually watch it last night and early this morning. So uh, I got to hear about all the stuff that was going on, people's opinions. But look, 
Everybody knows the buck stops with my co-host here, Ryan Satin, who of the pro, of Pro Wrestling Sheet, who is there at uh, at All In in Chicago, a special guest, uh, had his own show that he did there. So much happened, and you got to watch all the matches live in person. Uh, so we're going to break down every match, and we're going to talk about it from his perspective, having been there, and all the stuff that's probably going on that wasn't filmed, and uh, uh, my perspective, having watched it. So uh, first of all, Ryan, welcome. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, um, you're still recovering. You're just off the plane yesterday. But I'm still on a high from it you all, are. man. I mean, I'll be completely honest with you. It was hard to watch Raw last night. Really? I, oh, yeah. I was on such a high from the event. You I'm know, sure. I, one of the main things that everyone was really talking about after the show, and and I even talked about it in the airport with Dave Meltzer, yeah. who uh, you know a lot, a ton of wrestling fans care about his opinion. Yes, obviously. of course. And he and I, you know, we ha- we both of us were very busy all weekend doing different things, so we didn't have a chance to talk at the Starcast Hotel. But uh, the two of us ran into each other at the airport. Yeah. And I think he and I, you know. We do have different views when it comes to wrestling. You know, we have different uh, ideologies and just different thoughts on it. Yeah, you know, you like, bit... like Peyton Royce. He doesn't. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, I'm just joking. I'm, just joking. Uh, I'm nobody today. If he like flicks me off his shoulder, so but I like get a little shot in. Yeah, go ahead. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but, but when we ran into the airport, I think we both, you know, you know, we both had the exact same opinion. That, yeah. And it was the opinion that most of the people who I went to the show with, or people that I talked to the show yeah. with at the airport, had the same feeling afterwards. And you know. Most rest, you know, most wrestling shows that we attend, mm-hmm. there's always, you know, mainly pay per views, yeah. you know, big yeah. events. You know, we're always, you know, fa- there's a lot of times when fans are all predicting the same thing is going to happen, and and when that's going on, usually it's because all the fans want that thing to happen, right? Fair. And they say it's a prediction, but it's really all of us wanting that to happen, mm-hmm. and then in an effort to like swerve people. Or to have a you know level of unpredictability, a lot of times they don't do that to yeah. try and you know spice things up a little bit. And when you do that too much, it starts to kind of feel like, man, they're never going to do what I want, you yeah. know. And that's why I think has led to a lot of fans uh, rebelling at shows, uh, yeah. trying to hijack shows, uh, all, things of that nature. Mad about Roman Reigns, mad about Charlotte, all yeah. all, 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 all of the above. Um, this show was nice because even though predictable things happened, if you watch Being the Elite. Yeah, if you watch Being the Elite for the past year, especially since uh, they announced All In was going to happen, yeah. if you have followed all of that since Cody came aboard, since Flip, you know the whole Flip saga, the whole Joey Ryan Dick saga, mm-hmm. all of it got paid off, and we don't see a lot of like satisfying payoffs in wrestling as much anymore in terms of like storylines, you yeah. know, because you know. A lot of times, indie wrestling is mainly just about the matches, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, even Ring of Honor New Japan, it's like, there's not, like, the soap opera element as much. Right, it's right. a lot more focused on the sport, the matches. And Cody, growing up, the son of Dusty Rhodes, knows how important that is. And yeah. same with the Young Bucks, because they've shown that with being the elite, that they don't even have wrestling on that show. Yeah. And it's one, of the most pop- it's one of the most popular wrestling shows that exists right yeah, now, yeah. you know? And so, I mean, you can even look at the difference between Ring of Honor and, and All In. You know, Ring of Honor doesn't necessarily have that cool vibe that yeah. All In did at, for some of their shows. And I love Ring of Honor and stuff, yeah. but but All In had this, like, cool future vibe. And I think that the reason people enjoyed it so much was because it was satisfying endings to storylines that, even if they were predictable, yeah. it was what you wanted. It was fan service. It was yeah. like they know their audience, and they were giving their audience what that audience wanted. And yeah. there were people who didn't like some of the things. People didn't like the Dick Druids. People didn't like some of that stuff. But there are also a lot of people who don't watch Being the Elite. And yeah. if you watch Being the Elite, if you're one of those 100,000 people who watches it, this was this this was awesome for yeah. you. Yeah, agreed. Well, the whole thing kicked off with the Briscoe Brisco brothers taking on SoCal Uncensored. 
Really powerful match, man. I mean, some of the moves going on there. There's a reason I love NXT more than WWE main stuff because you can get away with more, more grittier moves, more power, power scarier moves, those kinds of things. The entire pay, the entire pay per view, all in, felt that you had more uh, risk taking moves, and that just the fans love that when you when you heighten the risk factor up to a level ten or level eleven, the fans go with you whether you hit the spots or not. They're just happy you even tried it. So I I, I thought this was a really good match to kick off the pay per view. Me too, yeah. and I. I Almost feel like maybe this should have kicked off the actual. Yeah, because this was on WGN America. Yeah, this was on the Zero Hour. Yeah, and and that crowd was so ready. I mean, hyped, hyped. They were ready. They were ready to react. And I do think that putting SCU out there was a good decision because they're one of the main characters on being the elite right now. You know, they're they're such a fixture on being the elite that that crowd was there to see being the elite related things. And I think that's honestly what kind of hurt. MJF versus Matt Cross a lot oh, as yeah. being the all-in uh, regular show op- yep. opener because they weren't necessarily attached to anything going on with mm-hmm. being the elite. And it did kind of uh, damper the crowd a little bit as much as I enjoyed that match. But yeah. this match, the SCU versus Briscoe's match, hard-hitting stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it just helped that, man, that crowd was so into everything SCU is yeah. doing. That finish... Have you ever seen that? I hadn't. Uh, no. I don't recall ever seeing that reversal before. It's incredible. That was incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the fact that they did the. the I also like that they did the like they they, they were doing the, the homage to the Road Warriors yeah, yeah, yeah. since Animal was there. Yeah. Um. But but the but when they reversed that, I was yeah. like, shit, man, that was impressive. It was like that was that was really good. I like the you know the Rocky the Rocky entrance, three thing was great. The Rocky three thing Just was great. great. Yeah. Um. And, and it's a running theme throughout the show of just like fun things yes. that that weren't necessarily made uh, to make a, a mockery of things no. or anything like that. It was just fun that added to everything, you know. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania, it's the same thing with WrestleMania yeah. when there's like a fun, uh, you know, outfit that someone wears for the match. Yeah. Uh, I also we didn't mention it here, but I liked, uh, and I, I think this was on the show because I was live. So I yeah, don't, yeah. sometimes I don't. I, I'm pretty sure this was on the show when they came out beforehand, the Young Bucks and the Cody at the top yes, of the show. That was great. And they were like, really do you want to see us spend wanna... all of our budget right now? Yeah, shoot the show? pyro. Hit the pyro. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had like the Road Warrior come out. I loved that all great. that. That was really good. Animals great. Got things going, and it gave you an idea of like what what was to come the rest yes, of the night. Yes. Um, so I, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed this match. Um, I think, yeah, I think it was a great way to kick off the show. Yeah, and Kazarian, listen, I, to me, Kazarian's been one of those guys who always dance around the edges of stuff. You know, yep. like Stevie Richards, kind of dancing around the edges of stuff. But Kazarian, even less respect, in my opinion, from what I've seen. But him, he showed out well. Well, in this match, I was it was so much fun to watch him wrestle and not be like hamstrung by some of the stuff when I saw him at TNA and other other promotions. And I think he's friends with our own pit boss, Ken Knapsack. So I had a special like kind of rooting interest in Kazarian doing well in this yeah. match. And it was back and forth. I got, there were some who thought for sure they killed him. I thought for sure they killed Kazarian <laughs> two or three times. And I was like, this is so much fun. And you're right. They came out. They came up with that Rocky three stuff. They came out the way they came out. It was like they were saying to the fans, we got you. Don't sweat it. We know what you want. We're going to give it to you. Let's have fun. And the thing is, it's cool to dress up, but you got to dress up with a pop culture reference that the fans themselves enjoy. And Rocky Three was a really smart way to go with the trunks and everything. It's just brilliant. The same way you are with Frank Kazarian is how I am with Scorpio Sky, okay. too. Uh, you know, Scorpio Sky, I think he's insanely talented. Yeah. He's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, you know, I've been waiting for him to get his moment for a while, and I love that it's that it's come with being the elite. You yeah. know, I, I, I he's such a good wrestler. Um, I love that he's over now. I love that this SCU thing has worked out. Um, 
all around. Yeah. I'm happy with it. I worked with him at Championship Wrestling Hollywood, and I always oh, thought yeah. that he was so insanely talented that he should be given a bigger platform. So I, it's great to see that he has been given that bigger platform. Yeah. And, you know, it was almost a running theme. It was a very subtle theme, yeah. but I liked that they were – I liked that the show not only paid tribute – to the past with yeah. guys like Tommy Dreamer so, yeah. and, and yeah. you know Which we'll get to uh, Lanny Poffo, yeah, yeah and Lanny Poffo, yeah. all that stuff. I love that, right? Well, DDP. Yeah. I love that it not only paid respect to the past in that regard. Yeah. Which was almost like the Cody side of things, yeah. you know, but also paid respect to indie legends throughout the time. And it wasn't like they were in your face that this was like the indie legends show, yeah. but the fact that you had Frank Gazarian, Christopher Daniels, uh, yeah. you know, Excalibur on commentary, Matt Cross, all, all these people who have been the Young Bucks, you know, yeah. who have been permanent fixtures on the independent scene for a good time now. Yeah. Um, I like that it was like putting the spotlight on those guys as well, yeah. you know, and, and not in a way where it felt I mean, like it we're only. Yeah, even Hebner, it was like they paid tribute to. Indie wrestling and wrestling's past all at the same time without it being like in your face where it was something where you're like, man, I really like this. Yeah. I, you know, I really like this. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Good, good match all the way around. Best way to kick it off, I thought, uh, in that way. Then you had the over budget Battle Royal. I mean, way more people than they announced uh, were going to be in this Battle Royal were in this Battle Royal. So I was really surprised at how many people were involved. Loved, see, loved seeing Hurricane Helms again. Loved seeing uh, 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 Badass Billy Gun. By the way, listen, I know people love DX. I know they love the Road Dog. I know they love Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels. But the badass Billy Gunn is the unsung hero of DX. Absolutely. That mother effer can wrestle oh, and yeah. wrestle well. He's always in shape, tells a great story. He has no problem being beaten or winning, and he is having so much fun. And that theme song, I'm an ass man, that is unstoppable, son. So I still have that on my workout mix. It's you, so fucking great. You, you nailed it right there with Billy Gunn. Yeah. With the, he's, he's having fun. Yes. You know, when you watch him... Now, it definitely yeah. is so evident that he's doing this for the fun. Yes. You know, I obviously need money. Or not needs, but is doing it for money as well. Yeah, it's sure. the job. Who but, does? But, but it's nice to see Billy Gunn enjoying what he does. I yeah. mean, when he, he, I've seen him do the bar wrestling where he does like that fake out spot where he's going to do the outside dive <laughs> but doesn't. Love it. I, yeah. I, I like that Billy Gunn, um, you know, in his, since leaving WWE as a, yeah. when he was in the trainer position, um, has really gone out there and is trying to be, you know, help to the indie, indie scene yeah. or, 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 you know, he's been used in a lot of matches yeah. on the big shows. Yeah. Like, you know, he was on the New Japan show in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's been used and... and a lot of people give him shit, but I've always been a big Billy Gunn fan. He always delivers. Always delivers. No matter what they ask him to come in and do, he always delivers. It's just because a lot of find people, me a bad Billy uh, Billy match. People just love to like people just love to give him shit because of that time when he did get the big push and he kind of it kind of like didn't go well. Oh, when right, he was the yeah. one Billy Gunn or whatever. Yeah. And then he kind of became the Billy and Chuck stuff, so he gets kind of taken less seriously. Sure. But Billy Gunn is a badass who would kick your ass and yeah. is awesome in the ring. I'm also a huge fan. Um, I was a huge fan of this Battle Royal in general. Yeah, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. Me I thought too. it was going to be like a WWE WrestleMania Me battle too. royal. It was boring, but it was actually a lot of damn fun. Yeah, it was very well paced. Yeah. Uh, yes, very well. Um, like the spots were done well. Like the, mm-hmm. the everything made sense in it. Um, question: Since I wasn't watching it uh, yeah. with commentary. Did they ever announce, like, did they ever explain the rules or anything like that? Like, a bat over the top? or Because no, I, the, people were going out from the side the, rope and everything. Because it was very confusing for me and yeah. the audience initially. I know that, and the people around us were like, wait. Are there different rules for this match? Because it wasn't like normally in a typical battle royal, go over the top. everyone starts in the match. Yeah. And they're all kind of fighting to push each other over. Right. And this kind of mixed the like Royal Rumble yeah. concept where like guys go under the ring and like they're outside of the ring doing spots. So it was different than the norm yeah. for what you see for a battle royal. You yeah. don't normally see like, 
you know, uh, moonsaults from the apron during a battle royal yeah. and stuff because it was like, well, no, you don't. You want to stay in the ring, you know, during a battle royal. It was intense, yeah. So it was confusing, um, but I liked it. I mean, there were some awesome moments in it too. I mean, Jordan Grace with Brian Cage. <laughs> Woo! She had a star making moment. Good God! I mean, that was great. That Good was great. God, that I was mean, incredible. They made her look like a million bucks. Yes. I, and, and even though she, you know she didn't win the match. She, that that there are so many people who didn't know who were not aware of her before, or yeah. maybe only mildly aware of her yeah. before, who are like, "Damn, she is a star in the making." Yes, hundred um, percent. God help Ronda Rousey <laughs> if she ever gets there. Um, now you mentioned this me, to me via text before <laughs> the show, but you were. Not, I don't know if you're going to bring this up. Well, you but you weren't stoked on the, the bully Ray stuff. Listen, let's have a conversation. Let's about do it. I want to hear what you I, think. Look, about here's it. the deal. Look, I, and I know Billy Ray will probably pull my bully heart Ray. out of him. Bully Ray or whatever his name is this week, Bubba Ray, Bully Ray. <laughs> if you put a heart out, and go, look, mad props to him. He, he got Velvet Sky. Talk about talk about punching above your weight. So, I mean, like sh- 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 super props. But I don't get why people want to put him and make him put him over so much i just don't understand it he's a good wrestler fun i loved him i loved the dudleys for what they were i enjoyed the hell out of them when they did the stuff they're doing but i don't get how he's the last guy standing for flip gordon to flip out that was bullshit to me i thought there was so much more brian cage should have been the last guy i just feel like there are other wrestlers that should have been there at the end and should have been part of that uh, that that swerve so to see bully there and then bring him back later again i just was like i don't get it i don't get people's overwhelming love of bully ray and why he gets into these positions that he gets into because i've heard he's kind of difficult guy to deal with well See, I think most people hate him as much as you do when it oh, comes do to like his character. And uh, I think that that, to be honest with you, I think that's why I liked him in this role because most people, if there's one person in that match who people did not want to see win that match, it was Bully <laughs> it Ray. It really was Bully Ray. And because of that, I think they did a really good job of making you be like, uh, at the end of I going guess. like, really? Bully Ray? <laughs> Bully Ray is going to win this match? Like, that's the one we're going to see later in the show? And then to have Chico run back yeah. in. And 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 you know hit knock bully out of the match and hit you flip Gordon yeah. and give you what you pretty much ninety five percent of the people watching right. the match wanted was for Flip Gordon to win the match. If you watched me in the Elite and you followed all of the saga of Flip yeah. not being all in, every time Cody says he's not going to be all in, even at the presser before the show, I yeah. watched. You know, I was at the press conference that happened on uh, Friday night. And there, Cody was doing a Q and A with the crowd and you know getting questions from everyone. And someone, the last question was like. Is Flip going to be all in? You know, last chance. Flip me all. And he was like, "Well, there's an extra spot in the battle royal, but Flip's not getting. He's not all in." And like walked off the stage, and it was great. You know, I loved it. I loved it. So I think it was. You know, I I think yes. You know, I I can see how you as you know, I can see how your frustration over them over Bully Ray getting such a spotlight. However, he is one of the top heels in Ring of Honor. He has been bullying everyone. He has been bullying Flip. He has been bullying Colt Cabana. You know, he's been bullying people. So it does make sense. Uh, in that regard. Uh, so I was with it right. only because, did you see the Chico thing coming? No. I, I'm pretty proud of myself on this one. I was sitting there watching it live, and I was saying, man, are they really not going to flip in this match? And I was like, man, so, I can't really flip in this match. And then I said to myself, I like sat up, and I had like an epiphany, <laughs> and I said to the guy next to me, I said, Flip is going to be Chico El Luchador, isn't <laughs> Oh my gosh. Flip's going to come back into the end and yeah. knock out someone and unmask as Chico El Luchador. I was... And I like, rushed to my phone, like, oh, my God, I got to do this. This is totally going to be right. I know it. And, and everyone was going to say I'm a psychic. And I was, like, doing it real fast. And then sure enough, like, boom, send. And then five minutes later, Chico comes running back. And I was like, yes, I was right. I was right. So I wanted to flip in the match. I think flip versus Jay Lee is what everyone wanted to see. Yes. So, so that was great. Um, I'm trying to remember some of the other surprises. I, Marco Stunt. 
very much stood out. Listen, let me let me say because I, I want to make the fans know. I, I didn't know everybody in this match. Yeah, I'll be I honest didn't either, with you. All of them. Who is the like really really skinny kid? Marco Stunt. That's Good what I'm about. God. Yeah. I thought he was gonna be like a fodder, just fodder. Me too. The, they, they, they were gonna pass him to each other like a gangbang. But no, he did some incredible damn moves and some that double knee shot he had was bringing him down. Like all on Brian Case, all of that was incredible. Yeah. So he really showed out. Uh, I loved I loved that you had a little more with. Uh, with Chucky e. T. I love that you got some with Tommy Dreamer. It was great to see Tommy in there. Absolutely. Tommy's put on the pounds. You can't deny that, but it's still nice to see him in there. Uh, so I, I just had a really good time. And Cole Cabana be in there. Was Ethan it? Page also, he did a really yeah. good job in the yeah. match. That like, uh, yeah. that like cutter that he did yes. was, was badass. It was um, so cool. And I'm with you though. Um, Marco stuff. I saw everyone impressed with Marco after Joey Janela's lost in New York, and I missed his standout showing uh-huh. at that show, and then I saw when he got booked. So I was excited. I wanted to see if he was going to live up to the hype. Yeah. Definitely didn't. It was, it was funny. I don't know how old the guy is, but I, I'm sure he's, you know, of a, you know, 18 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine, but he doesn't look like He looks like he's 12, you yeah. know? And so um, it was funny to me how the, the conversation of the past week, it seemed, on Twitter was uh, was Izzy, the yeah. super fan, getting oh, yeah, the choke yeah. slam. And she's so young, and, and this guy looks like he's the same <laughs> age as her. And I was like, well, this is, you know, all in's answer to, you know, should Iz- Izzy take a choke slam? This is Marco Stung guy, you yeah. know? But yeah. but yeah, he know, he did a great job. I, I very much was impressed. I'm trying to think of anyone else that really impressed me. I'm, I'm tr- Those were definitely the standouts yeah. of that match, for sure. Um, but I like they... They really did. It was one of my favorite battle royals yeah, in a while. I agree with that. Absolutely. And then we're probably missing like 25 other people or 20 other people. <laughs> yeah. But everybody, I thought, and Moose was great. It was yeah. great to see Moose yeah, in there as right. well yep. doing the stuff that we he did was leave doing. did leave him out. That was so much fun. And, you know, people were saying like the gimmick of him being a flip, if it being Flip Gordon is something Dusty would have done. So it was a Dusty oh, yeah. finish in a way. So it oh, yeah. was great in that way. All right. Matt Cross took on uh, MJF. And, and Robust, that, oh, yeah. that was, you know, ju- just that is a yeah. perfect example of like, a long-running storyline yes, 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 yes. that they have been doing for like a year almost. Yeah. Well, however long since the All Ins have started, they have been doing it for so long, and they paid it off in a way yeah. that everyone wanted to see. Yeah. And if that had been a WWE Battle Royal, that would not. It would have been someone else. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's, and that's the bottom line. Like I'm not trying to talk shit on WWE. No, no, no. I love WWE. But it isn't necessarily what the fans always want, and yeah. and and that's why I was so happy with this. Agreed, agreed. Uh, as I was saying, we move on now to Matt Cross versus MJF. You were saying you didn't think it was the best way to start the actual pay per view. Well, I, I thought the match was great. Oh, you like, thought they were the victim of having started yeah, with the Briscoes. I, I and... think that was the real problem. You know, okay. I, I, the match was great. Yeah, they I both thought so too. tore it up. Yeah, MJF proved that he is definitely a future star yeah. of, uh, in the wrestling world. Uh, Matt Cross showed why he's been a mainstay for so long. Yeah. Um, great, great show. I just felt like it was in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. You know, it was in a really tough spot. You know, the the SCU match was like a direct being yeah. the elite. This was a, this was a match that helped with be, that, that was being elite related. Yeah, and then the over the top battle royal. Since it was related to an ROH title shot and had such big ramifications for the winner, and because it ended up involving Flip, which was another big yeah. in the elite storyline, yeah. um, I felt like this because everyone was so hyped from Flip and so hyped from SB, SCU that this didn't really have as much of a push behind it. That's you know, fair. there wasn't really like a huge online push yeah. uh, for this match. There wasn't a ton of storyline going into it. It was really just this guy who's got a huge, huge, huge upside in the wrestling yeah. industry versus this other guy who. Uh, has been a mainstay. And yeah, it's they kind did, of a journeyman, too. Yeah, 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 they did a good job. It was a great match. I yeah. very much enjoyed it. I just thought that it was in a tough place. Yeah, 
Well, cross one, cross one. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we're yeah. gonna do that. That's fine. Me. That surprised me. I actually. wish me too. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you let MJF show off, and he's, and he's a great heel through the whole match, and then you have him lose to Matt Cross. Cross showed me a lot of things I hadn't seen from him before. So I, yeah, you know, I think a lot of these guys throughout the night and the ladies throughout the night just showed some moves that I hadn't seen before. Tried some new stuff. You know what? You want to do that in front of a crowd that's gonna let you do that. And I saw that from Matt Cross. I really love that. One of the highlights of the whole weekend was. Uh... <laughs> MJF, just in general, like he, his dad was there, oh. and his real dad, not Cole Cabana, his real dad, and his his dad was like walking around telling everyone that he was MJF's dad and stuff. It was the best, and and then I and then uh, <laughs> his dad even tweeted me. I said something about oh, because because I also one of my other favorite moments involved MJF over the weekend. It was yeah. that Starcast. It was after the show. It was the after party. Yeah. Um. For for or sorry, after All In. It was the after party for All In, and I was talking. To MJF about his match, uh, and some guy, some fan comes walking up, and he goes like, "Hey MJF, I just want to tell you, I'm a huge fan. Like your match killed it tonight. I'm a big." And he's just as he's saying this. For those of you who aren't watching the video, <laughs> oh, he's, he's got his hand out for a handshake, and he's saying all of this stuff to MJF with his hand extended for a handshake, and MJF just sat there staring at his hand, <laughs> like shaking his head, yes. But just staring at his hand for a full minute doesn't answer the guy. He just <laughs> just shakes his head approvingly, like as if like, oh, you want me to shake your hand? Okay. And then he just said, he said thanks, and then just like looked at the guy and didn't <laughs> shake his hand. And the guy said something about like, oh, I also, by the way, I met your dad. Your dad's super cool, like great guy. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I know. All all the Friedman men are both very handsome and very humble. <laughs> and then just stayed there staring at the guy's hand. And the guy just eventually like. Had it out there for a full minute and finally like pulled it back in and walked away and I was oh, dying. He also awesome. he also when my girlfriend walked up when I first said hi to him at the, yeah. for the weekend on Thursday or Friday whatever it was I walked up to him and he just looked at my girlfriend and said Are you gonna buy something or what? Like, <laughs> so it was great. he was he was so funny throughout the whole weekend. That's also great. at that after party highlight of the entire weekend I think was <laughs> something I will never see again. Uh, so. That band Downstate, uh, who does like Cody Rhodes uh-huh. theme, a couple other themes, uh, were playing. When they ended, the party then started playing wrestling theme songs over the PA, and uh, they started playing AJ Styles' theme song oh, that we don't the want new none. One? That we don't want oh, none. Yeah, no, yeah. we don't want none. And I look over, and there is a couple slow dancing to AJ Styles' theme song. Very seriously, slow dancing to AJ Styles' theme song. It was a sight truly to behold. You, you had no, no idea who the couple was. Well, I didn't want to take a picture or video. I don't but you have rude. no idea who they were. No, I have no idea who they were. Oh, just a awesome. random wrestling fan. Maybe they met through AJ Styles match. At an AJ no, because they kept it going. They kept it going. Oh, they slow danced the whole they time. Were, they were they wrestling just, themed slow dancers. You just noticed them slow dancing at that theme, and then they kept going. They, for a song or two, yes. Wow. Uh, also, when that was happening, I noticed two guys. Like <laughs> I saw two guys like doing like a you can't like both dresses John Cena. Doing like a you can't see me off against each other as if they were like dance battling. It was wild. To be honest, some of these things, some of these events in general was a lot of like, was a lot of like dudes in black shirts kind of standing around listening to music but not dancing to it. So it was nice to see someone dancing at right. least. But uh, but right. yeah, that was a highlight of the weekend for Damn. sure. Yeah, well, you, I got to go to the next one. Yeah, it was great. Uh, all right, Stephen <laughs> Stephen Amell took on Christopher Daniels. All right, here's what I'll say: A, I worked at Universal Studios with Christopher Daniels, who sometimes will do the Waterworld show. Yeah, one of the most strangest experiences of my life was walking back from doing a set as a wand keeper at the in the Harry Potter land, and there's Christopher Daniels jumping out of a van to go to do Waterworld. And I was like, 
wait a minute. And just by reflex, I did the uh, fallen angel, and I stuck my arms out, and, and he just kind of nodded at me and walked away. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I marked out. A guy in my 40s, I marked out for him, like, hardcore walking back. <laughs> so I, I couldn't believe it. But, like, him and him, having him take on uh, uh, Stephen Amell, I wasn't sure about this. I wasn't sure if Daniels could carry the match. Daniels did everything possible to carry that match. Amell missed a couple of spots. He was too close to the rope with some of the salt, the moon salts and stuff like that. You could tell that. It's dangerous. I don't know, man. It's kind of dangerous to try those big old moves with a guy like Amell who's still figuring out timing and stuff like that. He was game. He did the Rob Van Dam move. Coast uh, to coast. Coast to coast. That was pretty awesome. But I, I thought overall Daniels did his best, but I think Amel wasn't quite up to the task. But it was still a decent match for what it was. Yeah, it was a decent match for what it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, obviously the celebrity helped them a little bit having this sure. star power on the sure. show and stuff. Um, the Coast to Coast, as, as much as it kind of looked cool on video, like in person, I was like, Daniels moved halfway across the ring to like make yeah. that work. His body, it didn't even make sense. Like all of a sudden you saw him like jump in one direction <laughs> from the, from the uh, turnbuckle area. So uh, it didn't quite make sense. Yeah. Um, although I will say that uh, elbow drop to the outside where he went to the table. Yeah. He took props the bump. him. He took the bump. This respect. guy's on a show. You got to give respect to that. This you guy know? could have injured himself yeah. for real. That guy is getting paid a lot of money yes. to do a very popular show. Did not have to jump to the outside to go through. That shows his dedication. Respect. So I got to respect that hundred um, percent. But you know, so so it was what it was. The match. I don't think yeah. it was like any five star match. They didn't do terrible. No, I've seen celebrities do way worse. Absolutely. Than this. I Dennis was Rodman. A piece yep. of me. A piece. Tennis Rodman. Carl sure. Malone. Yeah. Go ahead. A piece of me was. Hoping that Neville was going to help him win. Oh, shit. You know, because they had that history, right. too. So a piece of me was kind of hoping for that. Right. Um, but, but you know, and also I will say that, you know, I, I I don't need everyone to be hugging after every match either. That was weird. You know, I, I did not like that. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I'm not, a, And especially because it happened in the match after yeah. that, too, with the women. So Stop it. Yeah, I, it was a little bit of a bummer. Um, this isn't the full horsewoman. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Like, it wasn't some career milestone yeah. for Stephen Amell. I mean, he should have helped. If anything, he should have, I, I would think, sold it for Christopher yeah. Daniels. But I get it. You want to have the celebrity kind of, like, get some of yeah. his heat back, too. So I, I get it. Um, We're just old school guys, man. We don't want that kind of crap because you can do that behind. You can, yeah. It feels almost self-congratulatory. It does kind right? of. Yeah, so that's, all, that's honestly why I don't yeah. like it. It's one thing. Like I felt like with Everyone the women, it made a little more sense because sure. it was like the only women match on the card, yeah. a history-making event. Yeah, and they were going up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that felt a little different to me. But sure. this one was... Uh, yeah, a little too self-serving in yeah. my opinion, like I you know. said. I, it was I, one too many. Of one too many of yeah. it for sure. I will say um, I like that they did the whole set up the table, leave it there for a while, yeah. come back to it. Yeah. You know, like I, I always like when that happens in wrestling when yeah. it's like, oh, they're leaving that there for later. You know, like right. it's a bummer when they don't go back to it and you thought that, but this wasn't one of those things and it was it was the psychology of it was done very well. Yeah, I would question people were saying Amel did a great job. I want to question those people and be like, uh, did he, are you looking at superstar stand- fandom instead of looking at actually what was happening? Well, are you judging like you would judge a wrestler? Well, if you compare, no, you would. A professional wrestler. Judging compared to wrestler, wrestler, no. But if you judge him with other celebrities. Other celebrities, certainly. Absolutely. absolutely. I mean, I mean, um, that guy who didn't t- uh, impact a, few, a football player. He was really good. I yeah. liked him. Um, Mel was up there. He yeah. was up there. He did. Yeah. He was. He, he looked believable in the ring. I just kind of feel like yeah. um, it wasn't as great as uh, I would have liked. Fair enough. Let's move on to the Fatal Four Way. My one of my favorite TNA uh, ladies, Madison Rain, uh, taking on Britt Baker, and then Chelsea, the crazy Chelsea Green, and Tessa, Tessa the Star. This woman's only twenty-two. 
23, whatever. Her and Tony Storm right now, that's who my eyes are on for oh, yeah. the future. What's going to happen here? And, hope to, and of course, we, we send our uh, best out to Tony. Hope she recovers soon to come back. This was actually a damn good match. And not to say because of women involved. No, I mean because when you have four people from different areas coming in, it can be hairy. And if you're doing the four corners match, you're doing all this kind of, everybody's in the ring at the same time. A lot of stuff can go wrong. The ending was a little confusing. That kind of is a negative about it. But I thought these ladies pulled off some incredible moves, some really powerful moves, stuff I hadn't seen before from other ladies, even NXT. So I was just surprised at how much I really enjoyed the match and the lengths to which these ladies went to in the match to almost destroy each other. Absolutely. I mean, uh, the women in general on this pay-per-view all stood out when given a chance. Absolutely. They all shined in different areas. Um, This was definitely one of them. Uh, These four ladies killed it. Uh, one of the best matches on the show, except for the finish. Yeah. I, that, that finish, man. And you were like, what happened? It really bothered Did the really, ref fuck up? Did who, who messed up? I, I don't know at this point. Yeah. And I, I I almost wonder if it was it was done that way because of politics, because Ooh. of different companies. And, well, you know, one girl who left w, uh, TNA yeah. versus a girl who is in M- Impact. And, yeah. and just kind of some of the different hurdles you have to face when putting all the girls in one match together. Um, but that being said, yeah, it was a star-making moment for a lot of the... For, for De- Tessa and Chelsea are our stars. Chelsea's great. Yeah. My God. Like, she roll and, and for a skinny girl, you think she's going to break in half half the time <laughs> doing the stuff that she's doing. She takes all the bumps and delivers some great bumps, great technical moves that I really enjoyed watching her do. But Tessa's a damn beast. Yeah. Man, Tessa looks scary as hell when she's in that she, She's the one who won the match, right? Yeah, she won. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I like that... Um, I had to ask because that finish did confuse me a little bit at the end when yeah. I was watching it, um, and I was a little higher up, but although my suite was dope that I was in, so it was like food, <laughs> alcohol, all that kind of stuff. Uh, oh, look at you! No, no, I paid for those seats, okay, so well, whatever. Fair <laughs> my friend just happened to get one of those suites, uh, but... Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, oh. Shit, I got thrown off. Uh, oh, Tess, I liked because, like I said, yeah. you know, this, this event felt like it was paying respect to... Uh, the current crop of wrestlers, yes. but also painters block respect to the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cody winning the NWA title was uh, kind of like in that vein. You know yeah. why, why it was so you know special, even though the NWA title hasn't really been that relevant in the past ten years or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, and Tessa winning this match, I kind of liked it as well. It felt like um, another famous offspring that is a yeah. future uh, that that is a current star, but also. Related with ties to the past, but also yeah. part of the future, and I, I like that they. I think Tessa was a perfect, perfect women's match. Uh, this you have to start measuring everything by Ronda Rousey, in my opinion. Now that she's champion, everybody's talking about she's going to be there for a while. She says that. I think Tessa and Ronda looks like a. F- Awesome match. Yeah. That could be uh, an incredible match. And once again, Tessa, I think, is around 22, 23, 24, something like that. Our own Jen Decker, Jen Sturger, she's good friends with her. She's, she said that she can get us get her on the show. Anytime we get Tessa Blanchard on the show, I'd be happy to get Tessa Blanchard on oh, the yeah. show. Oh, yeah. I mean, great. yeah. No, that, that would, actually, uh, we, I, I met Jen out there. Oh, at, nice. At, uh, oh, cool. On my birthday night when I was out drinking, I went to the Wrestler Hotel and oh. uh, ran into Jen there, and I told her... Uh, Hopefully we'll get her in here one of these days. Yeah. So, yeah. Got to get her. Got to get her. Uh, so, anyway, that was a good match. So, and a lot of finishers, multiple finishers by all these ladies were put yeah. on. So, this match could have ended many different times, which I liked about yes. that. Uh, all right. Now, moving on, what you just said. Cody Rhodes took on, take on, took on Nick Aldis for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Everybody... Was surpri- like people were predicting Aldis wouldn't wasn't going to make it. There was going to be someone else that Co- Cody fought, but it ended up being Aldis. And I thought them coming out with their entourages was interesting. Who they chose? Hall of Famer, WWE Hall of Famer Jeff Jarrett coming out with Aldis was a little weird for me. DDP Tommy Dreamer coming out with uh, with uh, Cody. 
the overall, the match, I, I thought the match was good. I wanted it to be better, but I thought the match was good. And the five-minute weird DDP break was a little strange. But um, overall, what, hap- what had to happen happened. And mad respect to Cody. And didn't feel like some guy kissing his own ass either. It felt like Cody had earned this by putting this on. And the fans gave it to him, gave him the love. And uh, Brandy being out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, well, I, next I don't want to get in trouble. I know. Like, don't, don't, is that's gorgeous. all you need to say. But yeah, I, I, yeah. No, I mean, after, during God. the show, I was sitting with Jamie, my coach, Jamie Ivey, and he was just like, "Man, the whole <laughs> like he was like, trying to pay attention to the math." He was just like, "It Man. was hard." Yeah, no, but 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 look it. Yeah, I agree with you, but I, about some of the things you said there. But I think that. I liked that it had a very old school vibe to it. It, it did. very much Absolutely felt old did. school. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that even myself as someone who isn't really like a you know aficionado when it comes to old school wrestling, yeah. especially you know NWA and Dusty Rhodes, um, I loved this. I loved it because <laughs> okay. you know there's only you know a few titles that you can look at and be like that title did hold did sell yeah. out arenas yes. like this True. at True. a certain time and dusty Rhodes is one of the guys who did it with that title yeah. and so um it was really cool I, I i i it almost felt like i went into a time machine like yeah. it, you know like it was cool going back and being like man that's what that crowd felt like when they saw dusty Rhodes winning nwa titles yeah. and stuff like that even the finish it was very old school with yeah the, it was with the way he rolled them up or whatever and you know i i, I think that it felt like an nwa title match mm-hmm. and i think that you know considering the NWA has been largely irrelevant for a long time. Now, yeah. I know that that's not to say that I don't respect everything Lagana and Billy Corgan have been doing, um, but they've got a big hill to climb. Yeah. I mean, they, to bring that back to relevance isn't an easy thing. To bring anything into relevance isn't an easy thing. Um, and this was the first time in a, lo- in a long time where I've cared about the NWA. Yeah. I actually want to go watch the NWA um, uh, special that's coming up. Mm-hmm. I think it's next month. Um, there are. I'm interested now in the NWA because Cody is the champion. Yeah. And I think that you, you mentioned this when, at the beginning of that right there. You said that a lot of people uh, didn't necessarily want Nick Aldis in that role. Yeah. Expected someone a little better to be in an NWA title match. And I was one of those people. I oh, didn't really? really care about Nick Aldis. Okay. He's never really someone I've been super interested in. But, man, he played his part perfectly to a T. To a T, man. Yeah, he, he was a great heel, great, great foil for for, uh, for Cody Rhodes yeah. the whole time. Took his time. Took his time. Yeah. Made you want to see him lose. Yep. M- made the victory for Cody that much better. Um, his, you know, he, he carried himself like an actual threat when he was in the ring. Yeah. And, and I liked that. Um, and I loved those cornermen. I liked the way they did yeah. the Tommy Dream, you know, the, the, you know, Tommy and all that kind of stuff, having his own team. And, you know, sorry, Tom, having Tommy on his team. Yeah. Glacier. Glacier. Who expected Glacier to be on his team? No one, you know. Glacier! Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I, you know, it would have been cool. Goldust would have been one of them, you <laughs> yeah. know. But, but I obviously know that's WWE, not possible. Yeah, right. Um, although I did find it a little weird that, that he wasn't there at all, Goldust. Like, he could have been backstage. Like, well, I was kind of surprised that he wasn't, to I'm be sure honest with you. Maybe Vince said to him, I was like, you can't go. I mean, but well, he was tweeting about it all weekend and, yeah, and, and just giving to support props. his brother. Just support his brother's no but he wrong with that. He, he could have. It's not like they were going to Highland, like Robbie Highlander him and show him in the backstage area helping out with fucking production. He could have just been staying. Yeah, hey, we got Robbie Highlander here. You know, um, <laughs> they were, they, they, I don't think they would have done that to yeah. him. So I, I, and obviously he might have had other, you know, yeah. things he had, you know, sure, other sure, things sure. for work he had to do. Or but yeah. I could have sworn I saw him. Doing stuff with Kane the yeah. same weekend, not doing house shows. So I, I don't know. I, I'm not positive. I don't know. I know he put out a video apologizing to Cody, saying he's sorry he couldn't be there and yeah. how you know how proud he was and, and all that kind of stuff. So um so so yeah. So I, I get that. But 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 yes, those guys did add a cool feel to it. Um, you mentioned the Jeff Jarrett thing yeah. too. Random, a little random. Well, oh no, Jeff Jarrett gave Aldis his start. So yes, but he also I, fired. Aldis. He also fired Aldis. <laughs> so like. 
Um, I saw all this posted on Instagram that's about fair. it. That's a well, fair. I, I, I saw all this kind of posted on Instagram about it, saying like, "Look, it. I know yeah. this is weird. Oh, I should pull this up because he did say he kind of addressed it because it was random." Yeah. Um, shit, where is it? Oh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just on Twitter. But I saw him kind of address it, basically saying that, "Look, it. Like, I know he fired me, but." This was my way of showing uh, forgiveness, of showing yeah. that we can that that we as people can move forward from things, and yeah. I, I like that. I did, yeah. I did like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sam Shaw and Davari were random too. Yeah, it was a little um, interesting. All yeah, of I got Tim Storm. Tim Storm made sure. a little more sense. I thought Billy Corgan should have been one of them, but then I would have made him look like I guess impartial a little bit if he's yeah. like walking out with the champion, like he wouldn't want Cody to be the champion. Right. I don't know. I liked it though. It made it feel important. It, had, it gave it an extra feel. I liked the DDP thing. You did? I did like okay. the DDP thing. Right. Yes, I, I thought it just brought it to a halt all of a sudden. Yeah, but I think also it kind of went back to like the old school vibe. Of, yeah, like, maybe I need to rewatch it through your eyes, like what you're talking about yeah and then maybe i'll enjoy it so maybe i just got caught up with all these modern matches and then this match kind of felt a little out of pace yeah i think so maybe I'll, yeah I'll i think that. that is why okay. i think that like that's fair i think that it was very much not the typical indie match so yeah. i think that that's why him running in kind of made a little more sense to me because yeah. it was kind of more of the sports entertainment match even yeah. though it was nwa and whatever it was more of like what you know of wrestling right. wcw whatever you know right. um so yeah I, I i like that but man how cool is it seeing cody win the nwa yeah, title i mean it was great as People who we, we all watched, you know, we all saw the passing of Dusty Rhodes, and yeah. we've all we've all seen how how it's affected Cody. Yeah, you know, and we've all seen. There's a great Ringer article. If you guys haven't read, it, I've mentioned it a couple times. Find that Ringer article about Cody. He talks about it. Yeah, and it's really in and how fantastic. like and how he feels Dusty through him yep. when he goes in town. He kisses the ring or yeah. whatever. That whole thing. I read that article. It was a great article. Yeah. Um, and you read that kind of stuff. So when you when you know that Cody cares about the past of that, and, and Cody cares so much about wrestling and so much about Dusty Rhodes and, and and so much about legacy, that it was such a special moment. Yeah. You know, it was one of those things that you wanted to see happen in WWE. Mm-hmm. You know, that you wanted to see. I, me personally, I always thought Cody could have had the potential to be the guy in sure. WWE if, if given the opportunity. Um, so I, I like that this is now, and I know he's you know he's been Ring of Honor champion yeah, and yeah. stuff, uh, but but I just. It brought like a it, it just like the, the nostalgia factor. It's a closure. Yeah, it felt like closure. Yeah, it really did. This it really, whole journey from when he left yeah. WWE started on his own. Nobody knew what was going to happen. The stuff with Brandy, with the tweeting and all that. Was is she going to stay or go? All of that. Have it built up. Support. You know, sponsor this, fund this, set it up. Get the wrestlers. Get everything squared away. Get everybody in the arena. Pull it off. Do the intro. Do all those matches. Then go down there and win that damn thing. That's a lot to put on one man's shoulders. Yes. And of course, the young bucks helped him out. But it's a lot to put on. Cody's the face person of this thing. Yes. And yes, the Young Bucks, but Cody's the face person. Yeah. Because everyone feels that sentiment because of his legacy, because of Dusty. All of that. Well, it's because so, there's, there's been so many guys incredible. who... who the, actually, there, have, there haven't been a lot of guys who you look at and you say, that guy could maybe start a company that rivals WWE. Absolutely. There, because sure. who actually has the balls to do it? You know who has had the balls to do it in the past? Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes yeah. has been one of those guys who helped fight WWE for a long time. Yeah. Yes, he joined them at a certain point in time. Sure. But Dusty Rhodes was always one who didn't need the WWE, yeah. who could do it on his own, who could be the man elsewhere. Give him a title. Give him some TV time. Give him an event. He'll make it worthwhile. Yeah. And I think that seeing Cody now, he almost looks like he, he's got yeah. blonde hair. Yeah. He's got that oh, Dusty Rhodes vibe. Absolutely. So you look at him and you go, you know what? That guy could fucking do it. Yep. He's he was under Vince's learning tree his whole career. Yep. He learned from Dusty. He literally learned from two of the best promoters mm-hmm. 
of all time. Yeah. Just sitting there. He, Vince was, you know, Vince uh, took a liking to Cody Rhodes. I mean, Cody yeah. Rhodes did get a lot of information. He said it in He got a push. He got a Multiple lot. Multiple pushes. But he got a lot of, like, um, a knowledge of oh, the yeah, business yeah. from Vince as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so to have, to be able to sat under the learning tree of Vince McMahon and Dusty Rhodes, I mean, yeah. those kind of people do know what they're doing. And yeah. the fact that he's got someone like Lagana now who's helping produce things. He's mm-hmm. got the Young Bucks who definitely have uh, their thumb on the pulse of what's going on in uh, cool wrestling. Yeah. You know, like they know what people are going to like and they know how to make things th- be, things be cool, to yeah. be the hip thing. And so I think that, man, like there's this swelling, there's this groundswell right now, man. Like yeah. I think that everyone who watched that show thinks to themselves, they might start their own company. Yeah, and the thing is, can you do this? Can you do this consistently? Can you create a weekly show? Can you be successful? With it? Can you create the storyline? So it's going to take a lot of effort to go from this into a show. Will he go? Will he co-opt NWA? What, what will happen there? So there, certainly him starting something from scratch will threaten the other federations that are not WWE for their talent. So I wonder. Do, do you think... Because he, he went a long way to winning over a lot of these guys oh, and yeah. girls who were oh, in these yeah. matches. Do you think... Okay, do you watch Being the Elite? Yes, every once in a while okay. I watch episodes, yeah. Um, because of Aaron Turner, that damn best. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, do you think, and this is something that I've been wondering all weekend. Yeah. Do you think, let's say the Bucks did it on, the Bucks and Cody start their own promotion. Sure. Do you think that Being the Elite, because there's no wrestling on it, could be a weekly television series? Not internet. Yes. Right? If you can have Total Bellas and you can have Total Divas, you can have Being the Elite. Right? Of course you can. And I don't think – I think Being the Elite could be their weekly television show that doesn't necessarily have to have wrestling on it. Yeah. That still pushes storylines that people would watch. I mean, yeah. for example, the NWA. Yeah. They've been for the past year or whatever since Billy or since Billy Bot the company. Yeah. Their whole mindset has been like, we will match here and there, but it's really these stories. It's right. these stories that we want to push. You right. know, and I think that being the elite is the same thing where look at Lucha Underground. Totally. This I, all storylines. Absolutely. I think that being the elite could be a half hour show on TV yeah. that is weekly that leads to, you know, bi monthly big events like All In sure. or whatever and have satisfied and, and they would make a lot of money. Yeah. They would be successful. Um and it actually could maybe for once be an alternative to WWE. I mean, I, I I could see it if the right investors got involved. Of course. I've been shocked that, you know, since I've been kind of like going to PWG and watching more indie mm-hmm. wrestling, mm-hmm. I've always been shocked that no one's, that there's no one capitalizing on it. Yeah. You know, uh, that there's these young, cool wrestlers, and it just kind of feels like they're not being capitalized on. And, yeah. I, and, I, and being elite is the first one that really did start to capitalize on some of these people that – our personalities that yeah. that are funny that are entertaining and I I think it could be its own weekly show with Cody as the NWA champion Why as not? like that's the number that's that's the main title I'm being the elite now yeah look if you're gonna expand wrestling you're gonna make uh, uh, people bring in fans keep them interested keep them excited keep them coming back to your product you gotta expand the genre it's no different than superhero genre you gotta expand the style and the way you do it right you've yep. got Logan Deadpool and then you've got your standard Avengers yep. you've got Spider-Man Homecoming and then you've got something like uh, something out of the mainstream that you do so you've gotta keep pushing the boundaries if, if, if something is supposed to survive Lucha Underground is successful doing it Total Divas Total Bells like I said you could definitely have this I mean four, there are 47 pillars holding up the WWE network and a lot of them are shows that have nothing to do with wrestling totally. they're, they're driving from one place to another the animated series the stories you know those are those kinds of things that they all do that's great content totally. because people because the stars are the selling 
point. And so if you put them into a storyline, and the B and the Elite shows are hilarious as hell, and also a bit like graphic, totally. so you could play that whole game out, and the re- people would watch it if you put it on a main network. Me too. And I, and I, I think, think it's certainly possible. Want something different. Di- people want yeah. different things. This is an alternative. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, let's go to the Chicago Street Fight. Speaking of alternative matches, cool. Adam Page taking on Joey Janela. What a match this was with Hangman coming in, doing the stuff that he was doing. And Joe, Joey, listen, great match from this guy. I was really surprised at some of the stuff I saw from him. This was one I wasn't super looking forward to yeah. getting into it. Yeah. Didn't really, like, I was like, man, whatever. I mean, I liked all the Joey Ryan, Hangman stuff, but it was like, yeah. but I remember when it got announced going, wait, we're not getting Hangman versus Joey at, at all in? Like, right. that storyline isn't what this all has been building up to. So I remember, like, that bothered me. And so I was kind of like, eh, whatever, you know? Then I wa- then the match happened. Yeah, holy shit! Yeah, these two guys appropriate reaction. Yes, yeah. these two guys are both very young. Yeah, and they both wanted to make a name for themselves at the biggest indie wrestling show of all time, and it was very clear of that. Like they, they basically killed each other in this match. Yeah. They yes. were they were just like man, they were just kicking each other's asses. It was hard hitting, even though it was a hardcore street fight. Whatever, good psychology. Everything made sense. Yeah. Fun to watch. Um, definitely like. You know, it's tough to follow Cody Rhodes winning the NWA heavyweight yeah, title. Yeah. Like, that's a really hard thing to follow. Yeah. And they made up for it in spades. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys, like, they killed it. Yeah. It was probably my personal favorite match of the night. Wow. In terms of, like, like, Cody was my favorite moment of the night. Okay. And what happened after the match was also was, was tied for my favorite moment yeah. of the match with all the Dick Druid stuff, which we're going to get <laughs> that into. That was great. Um, those were my two favorite moments of the night. But right. my, my personal favorite match of the night, just bell-to-bell match of, like, what wowed me the whole time was really this match. I mean, they got they were given a lot of time. That's fair, man. That finish was oh yeah. crazy. Yeah, like yeah. I know that that Janela has gone off of like a 5-foot story building yeah. from Zandig or whatever. So he's he's done some crazy falls, you know? But this man, I mean, like this was something that was like, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, because that's too much, but it was very much like one of those moments like you see with Jeff Hardy and, oh, yeah. and Edge when he got speared off the ladder. I mean, that move looked Crazy mm-hmm. off the ladder, crazy. Yeah, I don't know how you brace. Right? I was like, "This is okay. He's gonna kill him." Because I usually don't really like that finishing move for Paige. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that move. I don't love it. I don't think it looks that cool. Right. That was really cool off the top <laughs> yes, of the ladder. It did onto a table, through a table. Yeah, yeah, yeah it really did. Very cool. Um, also, props to Penelope Ford. Oh match. my god, dude, she wrestled. She jumped in when she jumped in. Great move. That man. was one of the coolest moments of the night. I yeah. was very much not expecting that. She delivered a stunner. Dude, she did a stunner that all the like flips and the the backs <laughs> like, everything. It was so impressive. Yeah. Uh she honestly and I hate to, I, this is not a knock on on Joey Janela in the slightest bit. I prediction wise, in my opinion, I feel like Penelope's going to get signed before he does. I mean, she <laughs> she I was looking at her like this yeah. girl's a star. Yeah. I saw her all weekend doing different things and I, and Joey's a star too. Of Don't course, be wrong. Of Joey's Joey has very much made a fan out of me. Uh, didn't used to care for the guy. He has yeah. very much turned my opinion to him. But man, I watched this and I was like, dude, Penelope is a star in the making. She's yeah. got a great look. She's very tall. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, she she can hold her own and stuff. I was like, I, I became a big fan of Penelope Ford after this weekend. Right. So, so I, uh, props to her big time. Um, the, okay, so the penis druids. <laughs> I'm just going to say this. Yes. If you watched Being the Elite, then you loved this moment. Of course. If you didn't watch Being the Elite, you probably hated this moment. If you don't know anything about Joey Ryan, you probably didn't know. Or if you just it. hate Joey Ryan. Yeah, if you hate Joey Ryan. You Which didn't I don't like understand this. how people, I really don't get it. I don't either. Joey is fun as 
hell, man. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, just because he cares about hilarious. his penis. Yeah, the penis thing is funny. Yeah. Like, wrestling is funny. What, since when did wrestling get elevated? <laughs> Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. All of a sudden, the penis thing is too far to go. Kiss my yeah, ass. Yeah, like, that's like saying you think. Like, that's like, it's like, yeah, the Rikishi Sting face was stupid and <laughs> was childish, but you always liked it. Yes, of and course. It's the same thing with Joey Ryan's penis. Like, <laughs> but, but beyond that, um, you know, the. F- I mean, I love. It was a great Undertaker ripoff. Great brilliant. Undertaker, and and I didn't even realize what was going on until they until like Jamie was next to me and he was like, "Oh my god, this is Undertaker <laughs> with penises!" Yeah. And I went, "Oh my god, this is Undertaker <laughs> with penises." We were both drinking at this point. Oh, but, fair but, enough. But fair we were enough. both like, "Oh my god, Undertaker <laughs> with penises! This is the greatest idea ever!" And like the the thing they played when they showed his penis just rising yeah. too. Hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. I saw that Matt tweeted saying that they had to hold on to that footage for four months and it's been killing them because oh. they filmed it at the same time when they, they filmed his murder funny. or whatever. Love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's, it's, I saw a lot of hate for the Dick Druids thing on the internet. I don't get it. I don't get it either. That's so ridiculous. I mean, the Dick Druids thing to me was honestly the, the best moment of the night. Like, yeah. in terms of like, funny. like, Cody was historic wise. Like, I wanted to be all in for historic purposes. Right. Like, this is good. I, I in my opinion, I'm hoping that this was like those who went to WrestleMania one. I'm hoping. I think that's what a lot of people who were there yeah. felt like. Why they went, you know. So, um, I, I love the historic nature of Cody Rhodes winning mm-hmm. the NWA title. But I'm also someone who loves the campy side of wrestling as well. Who loves the the, the jokey yeah, dick stuff as well. So, so I can't help that I loved the Joey Ryan. You, you thing. can't have one without the other. No, especially and, at an indie wrestling show. Exactly, right. and, and and it was one of those things where, where like. Like, like the birth of hand is something so ridiculous that no one will ever forget. Yeah, right. It. But what did you all like it? Not necessarily. No. This was like all it's in memorable. version of that, where it was like, but, but but everyone who watches being the elite loved it. So yeah. like, I get it. The outside people who don't like Joey Ryan, don't like Dick stuff, don't like all that, might roll their eyes at this. But fuck, that was funny. It was great. The fact, and it was one of the few things that happened at the show that are clearly going to directly. Yeah. Uh, um, affect things that are going on on being the elite. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they had to carry Adam Page away, that they, they did the whole, they carried him away, uh, uh, the dicks carrying him out and stuff. Oh, I was low key hoping. Brilliant. <laughs> a piece of me was, and I know they were strapped for time as the show went on, as we are getting yeah, as well. We are, yes. um, but we can go for like 10 more minutes. But I was hoping that they would do a. Uh, uh, a sacrifice thing where they put him like on the oh. you know how the, the Undertaker logo with Stone Cold on it. I was Loki hoping they did a giant dick with with Adam Page on it, like being sacrificed. But oh. I realized that they might have gone. They could have done a Braveheart moment and cut his penis off. Yo, shit. Oh man, oh, that would have been, been crazy. That would have been brilliant. <laughs> you gotta go, go all the way. Damn it. <laughs> all right, uh, Ring of Honor Championship match was next. Jay Lethal coming out in the Macho Man gear, which was great with leaving Lanny Pavo. The genius. Yeah, uh, that was so awesome. And he kept the voice going throughout the whole match. Uh, great stuff. Well, with for most of the match. It, most of the match, right, right. That right. was what the most. Honestly, yeah. I loved the Lanny stuff. I loved the Macho Man yeah. stuff. But fuck, this was so impressive as the the, the wrestler Jay Lethal yes. is so good. Yeah. I It is not often you see someone in a match yeah. switch style, switch characters. Yeah. And so much so to where it affects the full style of how he wrestles. Yeah. He was wrestling the old school, just like Macho Man. Moves, yeah. everything. It's his black machismo. Just, yeah, totally. Yeah. 
But to be able to switch that at the turn of a do- like just a turn of the drop of a hat yep. and switch to Jay Lethal, who's super indie wrestler, that was so impressive. Yeah, that was so impressive. Um, such a good idea to have Lanny there. It, and, made, yeah. it made that whole thing so much more important. And Brandy doing the whole essentially being the pseudo Miss Elizabeth for everything. When he put her on his shoulder, it was like, like or when he dragged her into his corner, yeah, it was yeah. like, you got to stay what here. What are you doing? <laughs> All of that was genius. It was just so much fun because it evoked one of the legends of the game in Randy, and of course Miss Elizabeth, who also passed away. And so it's great to see that and yeah. the way he played it. And look, Jay has always done a great job doing the black black machismo gig. That and his his Ric Flair are my two things that I absolutely love about Jay to have him fight this match and Flip giving everything. Flip Flip fought a great match, yep. but in the end, you know, it makes sense. You got him into he won the battle royal. He had his time shining like that. He didn't need to win the title, so Jay keeping the title was great. And overall, I thought this was an enjoyable thing, and it was a good palate. And something to say though, a championship match. It was a good palate cleansing match. It was between what we'd seen with uh, with uh, Cody and what we'd seen with Hangman Page, and then the Dick Druids. This. This was a nice uh, way to kind of palate cleanse and move on to the next Yeah, it almost like got us back on track to where yes. we had been before. Because it really is one of those things, and I know it's kind of the running theme of, from my opinion of it, but it was one of those things where it paid tribute to the past. Yes. While also paying tribute to someone like Jay Lethal, who has been a pioneer of indie wrestling. Yeah. You know, he was he was very young when he started at Ring of Honor, yeah. and he has been successful in the indies that whole time. So, yeah, I uh, this was... All, I know I said the other two moments my favorite moments, but this was right underneath it. I yeah. love Macho Man Randy Savage, um, so I thought this was great. Some people complained online. I saw that they didn't like that he it went on too long. It went on too long. I'm like, the black machismo thing. I'm like, man, shut up. If, yeah. if you got a problem with the dick thing, but then you're like, okay, with machismo or vice versa, it's the same damn thing. It's a fun thing that that is just just there for you to enjoy. And if you like the Rocky Three thing at the beginning with Kazarian and, and Scorpion's guy, then why? what's your issue here? So to me, I, I, I was just like, be quiet. Let all, Jay do what he does. It also paid off a, a storyline they've been doing on being the elite totally again. Did. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, I never thought that the whole slap on the shoulder thing they've been doing with Jay <laughs> was going to lead to something so awesome, you know? Yes. And that was smart on their part. I mean, they've been building that one up for a few months now. Yeah. So that was great. I liked it. Well, let's move on to my favorite match, like Kenny Omega versus Pentagon Jr. Listen, My favorite as well. Listen, I've, I've become a Pentagon Jr. fan thanks to Aaron introducing me to him through uh, Lucha and then wa- watching the stuff that he's done in the other in, – in Impact where he's at. All the stuff that he's doing there, the two versions of Pentagon that you get. But Kenny, obviously coming out of NJPW, winning that title, doing what he did, and having this match. I'm telling you once again, this is one of those matches where I thought they killed each other multiple times throughout the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, the the uh, Pentagon Jr.'s move onto the uh, outside the ring ropes, onto the edge of the apron. Jesus, Mary, Mother of God. I really thought they had killed each other multiple times. It was so insane. And then having the swerve with Jericho coming, which I totally knew that wasn't Pentagon, because there's no tats, and it was a white boy's arms. <laughs> I was just like, there's no way. That's a, that's a Mexican under there. And, and I just was uh, being Latino. I know. And so when that happened, I was like, who, oh, who the hell? Oh, shit. And then it, just before he pulled off the mask, I realized who it was. Well, it was, also, moves. well it was also a little yeah. obvious when that li- that light stayed off for as long as it did. Yeah. Where yeah, you were yeah, like, yeah. okay, well. And then when it came back on and nothing happened because of it, you were like, that's not Pentagon yeah. Jr. That's <laughs> definitely not Pentagon Jr. Um, and I meant to say, this is my second favorite match yeah, tonight because yeah. my first was right. the ladder match. Right. Um, but, yes, dude, they killed it. I oh mean, Pentagon gosh. Jr. is a star. Really um, is. Kenny Omega is the man. Yeah. Uh, those V-triggers are always impressive. Oof. You're just like, fuck, he's going to knee that man's head off. You, oh, yeah. you just half expect like a head just flying off into yep. the audience every yep. time. So, um, yeah, hard-hitting match. Uh, I, I, I really, really, really like this match. Um, yeah. You know, the Jericho thing is slowly starting to, like, Ooh, be less interesting to me. Now, granted, I'm not as okay. big of a Jericho mark as I used to be mm-hmm. because he hates me and he says all these mean things about me. So that might uh, factor Jericho into does? my... Yeah, he is not a fan of mine. Why? Uh, 
Uh, it's a long story. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> well, you don't want to mess with Jericho. I mean, he beat up Goldberg for God's sake, or, or whoever. Yeah, no, he beat up I mean, Goldberg, he, yeah. he, it was when he. Uh, I don't have time here, but it was yeah. when he. It was some related to his cruise, and he wasn't okay. happy. And then when he was doing New Japan for the first time, he dedicated his match to Chris Benoit, and I thought that oh, was kind of weird, gotcha, and he okay. didn't like that. Um, okay. So I don't know him showing up at like random times with masks on is is kind of starting to be the same thing now. <laughs> Multiple times he's done this in New Japan um, and other. You know, he's done this now a few times. Right. But regardless, it was cool. Uh, fun to have Jericho on there. I mean, this is the first non-WWE show he's done in North America yep. in forever. In so um, so it was it was cool. Yeah. A nice moment. Uh, he did look, you know, cool in the Pentagon Junior mask or yeah. makeup and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, you know, I, I did think it was weird to promote his cruise when no one can watch the cruise matches. Yeah. So it's like you're promoting something that's that strictly just to help this guy out for his cruise. Right. So I don't know if I necessarily cared 100% because it wasn't like we're wrestling all in two. It was like we're wrestling on this thing that none of you can watch because it's not streaming anywhere. So yeah. don't know if I cared that much. But the match was, <sighs> man. Dude. Pentagon's the man. I heard – I also heard uh, – I had a little inside line while I was out Ooh. there that – and I don't know – this, you know – could be this is just from one source who I kind of who I, who I do trust um, who told me that these rumors uh, about Pentagon Junior and Phoenix being on the way to WWE are a little overblown. Okay, that good. they're maybe not. It's not like an imminent thing. Uh, I don't want him on. Me neither. I literally that, the person I was talking to was like, I really hope it's not true because I know they have uh, they know they, they, they have him. much more inside line than most that they'll I would ask on that. I, the, they wouldn't have a cool name for him. Nope. They would neuter everything about them. Yep. Phoenix would get become Zinkara or, yeah, or Psychosis uh, or psych- yeah. from WCW. It'll be that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Or, so, or La Parka with the chair. It just won't work the way it should work 100%. I agree. It needs yeah. to be a real, like, Pentagon Jr. is a very adult-themed character, yes. and I don't think he works in a child audience. There's blood coming out of his mouth! Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, um, I did hear that, and I'm glad. Um, I, to be honest with you, if I was, like, one of the top talents in wrestling right now, I would not be rushing to sign with WWE nope. right now. I love WWE. I am a huge WWE fan. Of I know that there is huge opportunity there, but for the first time in a long time, there might be opportunity outside yeah. of it, and if you can be part of that movement, it might not be the dumbest thing. I think the fans are swinging back towards the Attitude Era type of vibe. I think they are. The WWE just isn't ready to go with it anymore because they don't have their fans. They don't have the guys in the and the ladies in the locker room to pull that off again. Because if you're going to go Attitude, you've got to go all the way Attitude. And that's why these indie shows work because there is a hunger amongst wrestling fans to see that kind of violence. Well, this show did feel well. very this show did feel very Attitude Era like yeah. without the shittiness of the Attitude yes, Era. Like, exactly. like without the like no uh, TNA. No TNA. Yeah, you're not like the offending minorities. Yeah, you're right, not like right. you know. It was like more of an adult themed show. Yeah. Uh, with awesome wrestling. Yeah. Which is not that you guys necessarily got mad to there, but the adult themed part, I think, is what kind of yeah. correlates there. And Omega defeated Pentagon, which was a Wait little a bit. It made the most sense yeah, to me. Did it? Okay. You don't All think right. so? No, I, I was like, well, you big Pentagon, give him a, you know, but I get when, it. I get when it. Kenny didn't have the IWGP title with him, ah. I did think that maybe Pentagon was going over. Yeah. Um, but it really didn't make sense to book any of the Beanie yeah. Elite guys to lose, except for this next match, who yeah. I d- it did make sense. Yeah. Him, which opinion. is the. Kazuchika Okada versus Marty Skrull. I think I can say that right. Um, But I will say one last thing. The Pentagon Bombs, there's no way he can get away with those in WWE. So there's no way he should go. Because, I mean, if you can't even do a damn DDT in WWE, there's no way you can do a Pentagon Bomb in WWE. No, Anyway, this match, I didn't know what to expect from this match. I didn't, and and I was really fascinated. Okada is not a guy who sells the moves in the traditional way. Yeah. So that was fascinating to watch Marty break him down piece by piece. And But, like, look, there were some great standout spots in that match. When he's doing the 2-0, and then he grabs his finger, that was genius. All of that flipping around. I, I thought this was an interesting match. 
match. I thought they were both trying to figure out their styles as the match was going, and then just really kicked into high gear and just had a great match overall. It's always interesting when the Japanese guys face the, the dudes from this side of the, of the water and how that works out, and can they find the chemistry? Because obviously it's two different, way different, culturally different styles, yeah. and I really enjoyed this match overall. I enjoyed it, um, but... Ooh, no, I enjoyed it. No, yes. I, know, I, I think both wrestlers are really good. Yeah. Um, it did appear as though this match was the one that went over in length, though. It, it felt like yeah. this was the match that took away from the main event. And in my opinion, the main event was more important than this match I was. I agree with that. So the fact that this match got so much more time than the main event, when really those people wanted to see the Young Bucks and Rey Mysterio in the yeah. main event, um, it did mess with that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I do think that considering Marty was the only one from being the elite they booked to lose, You're right. um, I could see... In his mind, him feeling like he needed to make up for that in some oh, way. No, I don't know if anything happened, but I'm just saying, like, Certainly in fair. terms of like trying to go, because I've seen a bunch of reports on like PW Insider and stuff like that, where it was mo- that the Marty match is the one that went the long oh. in length, and that's the one that went over. Oh, okay, um, that caused that affected the last two matches. That affected the last match. Okay. And so last match, rather. Yeah. Um, so I, I could see them maybe being like, "Hey, we need to uh, we." This was my big moment. I'm, yeah. I'm going to lose. I need to look a little more. Uh, I need to look a little more strong here, and yeah. so maybe added a few extra minutes match. Um, so it helped this match, but it did hurt the event overall because yeah. like that speech that happened after the show that we posted the video yeah. of um, should have been on pay per view. I mean, that a lot of that stuff people wanted to see. They, they wanted to see the post match speech. Um, they wanted to see all of that. The fact that the Young Bucks had to finish the sh- the, the event. With one minute to spare, like that, literally was like one, two, three in the match. The paper yeah. went off the air. That's a little bit of a bummer. Uh, yeah. Kind of felt like it was, you know, as someone who, you know, I know that when it comes to wrestling, um, staying on time is so important yeah. at a big event like this because you're literally just affecting other people who work really hard. And yeah. the Young Bucks worked really hard for this event, yeah. so it did suck that the main event got went short, seemingly because of this match, yeah. when it wasn't necessarily one of the most. Uh, uh, anticipated matches of the show, yeah. but it was a good match. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it was good. I just, yeah, I was a little bummed that it seemed to take away from the main event. And I thought Skrull wrestled a good match. Totally, uh, honestly, so that was like he had thing. a great match. I mean, With a he, guy like Okada, man. And, and it showed that he could be on Okada's level, yeah, which was important. It was yeah. very important. Um, I just felt like since Marty was losing anyway, it didn't need that that extra minute. Should, mm-hmm. Whatever, however long he went over, should have gone. And to. It, may, it may have been that early part where they all, but they seemed like they were figuring each other out, taking taking their time with these yeah. moves, which I was kind of surprised by. Yeah. So yeah, it did so, start off slow. Yeah. And then when he wasn't there for the end of the show, Marty, well, for the 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 the, 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 the post match speeches, um, you could see the video on the site, but yeah. like they called out everyone from the elite. Who all came out? The fans, family, yeah. everyone except for Marty. Oh, so that was kind of weird, you yeah. know. So I, I'm interested in what happened there. Yeah. Um, maybe but, it was Marty's match. Maybe, but yeah. it was a good match. It yeah. was very entertaining. Yeah. Um, I. They had to have one person from the elite lose, right? So that people won't go like, "Oh, you did this giant vanity show just to have you all win." Like they had to book one of them to lose, and it was the one that made the most sense. Yeah, agreed. Uh, well, finishing off Rey Mysterio, Phoenix, and Bandito, as you're saying, against the Young Bucks and Kota Ibushi. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I liked this match, but you're right. I think the ending affected the overall quality of it because it did feel rushed and yeah. not earned. And Ray had some great look. The, the Wolverine Luchador thing that was brilliant. Sick. It was brilliant. Sick, yeah. yeah, I mean, to talk. You grab two cultural 
uh, uh, pop culture things that are happening at the same time. You combine them, just smart all around. Yep, which proves Ray, where Ray's at. He looked great. I thought the match overall was was fun, interesting. A lot of good moves, a lot of high flying moves, all that kind of stuff. A lot of twists and turns. You didn't. It did feel like the Young Bucks were, were possibly going to lose themselves. Yeah, which would have been incredible. Oh, I would have been so mad. I would have been pissed though. Yeah, you would have oh, been if they I put themselves been... to lose. Oh, on their own I would have been pissed. Oh. Everyone want just like everyone wanted to see Cody win the NWA yeah. title. Everyone wanted to see the Bucks main event a ten thousand seat show and win. <laughs> You know, not not put over the guy who's going back to WWE. That's true. That's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. But but yes. But did it, you like the match overall? I like the match the overall. It just, yeah, like I said, you know, like yeah. it, it really did cause like a disconnect in the main event. Things felt rushed. Yeah. Um, you know, it did seem like there was stuff they had to they didn't necessarily get to they wanted to do. Yeah. Um, it yeah, it didn't have the same. You know, a lot of matches you see of, of the Young Bucks in New Japan, they're they're selling like crazy. Yeah. They're they're really trying to go above and beyond to show their naysayers that they're not what they think they are, right. what, what those people think they are. Um, and I don't think they got a chance to do that in this match as yeah. much. Like I liked it, um, history making wise, it was awesome. Right. Rey Mysterio looked cool as Lucha Wolverine. Um, Bandito got to show that Bandito he is a star. Did. Yeah. Um, um, you know, Kota Bushi, Rey Mysterio got a cool moment. You know, we we got cool things in this match. I just wish we got ten more minutes out of it. Yeah. You know, I feel like I feel like it didn't necessarily feel like the main event. Yeah, I feel like if if they had ended the show with Cody versus uh, Aldis, it would have maybe felt like more of a main event. I think that should have been the end. Yeah, I really do. I think these guys should have had their time in the middle of the mat in the middle of the uh, of the uh, pay per view to shine. And then you end it with Cody and the tearful thing and winning it and everybody being celebrated and they go home happy. I honestly believe the reason they didn't do that is politics. Oh, because really? technically they're all under contract at Ring of Honor. So oh. I, my guess is that like, really, like we didn't let you do the show, and so you're going to end it promoting NWA? Like what? You know that that was my guess. Like probably because sure. that that didn't make any sense. Yeah. It didn't make a lot of sense. Um, yeah, it's put it in the middle of the fucking show. It put it in the middle of the show. Also, I mean, Rey Mysterio is a, a legend. Of course. Much more than Nick Aldis. Sure. So I can also see that, too, of being like, well, Rey Mysterio is undoubtedly the most famous person on this rock sure. of our card. You yeah. know, So put him in the main event uh, against Kota Bushi and the Young Boys. I get that, too. I, I, I get it. Yeah. Um, I just felt like it didn't necessarily give that go-home uh, happy yeah. ending that, that you wanted at the show. Yeah, I don't disagree with you there. Uh, but overall, so we're going to wrap this up now because we, we've gone a little bit past time. But uh, overall, what, what is your feeling about uh, All In, about this first effort by Cody and the Young Bucks to put on essentially a Wrestle, an indie WrestleMania? Yeah, uh, I loved it. I, I really hope this isn't the only one. I really yeah. hope that they do a lot more of these. Uh, Cody had said they're all sticking together. Uh, Matt Jackson said after the show that they want to do more of these if people want to if people want to uh, consume them. Mm-hmm. I hope this eventually leads to them doing their own promotion where being the elite gets a slot on WGN America oh, or Sinclair yeah. or something like that to where they get their own TV show and they can build up towards you know every six months doing an all in yeah. or some kind of big event. Uh, but, 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 but honestly, if you didn't watch the show, go watch it. Yes. Really go watch it. God, I, I, go. I, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, watch it more than once. Especially, great matches. especially if you're someone who is down on WWE and wants an alternative. I, I can't stress enough how much I enjoyed it. It didn't just it wasn't just a self-serving thing for the being the elite. It also, like I said, paid tribute to the past. It yeah. paid tribute to indie wrestling uh of, of yesteryear, of the throughout history. It paid it paid tribute to so many things. If you're a wrestling fan, you're gonna like the show. Yeah. I, I they didn't pay for my ticket. I bought my own ticket. I I you know I I, I 
gaining nothing out of this. I just am a fan. And I, I've wanted an alternative for a long time. And honestly, mm-hmm. it was the first time in a long time, a long time, where I went to a show and I watched a show where my intelligence wasn't being insulted and what I wanted mattered. The, what the audience wanted mm-hmm. truly mattered. It, was, it, it wasn't someone being shoved down your throat. It was what you wanted, and I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, and these uh, and everybody who wrestled, uh, male and female, gave everything. It felt like they gave everything they had in that show to make it work, yep. to, to put it over the uh, over the top. Yep. And it really did. To, let, to use a wrestling term, they put that wrestle, they put that indie show all in over the top. Oh, yeah. It was great to watch that. Uh, Ryan, tell everybody where they can follow us and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to keep it quick because we got to yeah, get out of here. Uh, follow me at Ryan Satin. I'm all social media. Follow Wrestling Sheet, all social media as well. We got a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash slash wrestling sheet go check it out there wrestling sheet radio feed on itunes and podcast one as well for all the different shows that we do yeah and you can follow me at the roca says on twitter and on instagram we do all the recaps that we can here at for for raw and for smackdown and these are the special ones we get a chance to do with these with these pay-per-views it's always a lot of fun uh shout out to matt jackson and nick jackson and cody Rhodes for putting this on listen as of wrestling fans i was 10 years old watching on black and white tv in dc it's amazing to see that it can still be vibrant and amazing and fun and, and, and irreverent and also incredible and these incredible athletes giving of themselves. Uh, and it's not garbage at all. It's fantastic and it's fun. And if you haven't watched this pay-per-view, find a way to watch it. And watch it again if you haven't and see what you think. So uh, there you go. That's our wrap-up of All In. That's Ryan Satin. I am John Roca. We will see you soon on Collider Body Slam. ProWrestlingSheet.com At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market